Welcome back to Orion's From the Battlefield of the Boardroom podcast. I'm your host, Megan Ralston, and today we're interviewing Nick Resco. Hi, Nick. Hi. How are you? Very good. Nick is part of Orion's Virginia Beach office and is currently earning a master's degree through the Jack Welsh Management Institute online MBA program. This is a program that Orion has had a long-standing partnership with, so we thought it would be a great idea to talk to Nick about the opportunities and see what advice he can offer anyone that's interested in earning an MBA. If you're interested in learning more about the Jack Welsh Management Institute beyond this podcast, please visit www.orioninternational.com forward slash JWMI dash MBA or send us an email at podcast at Orion International and we'll send you more information on how to get started. So Nick, before we get started talking about the MBA program, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, first off, thanks for having me on this. Uh, this is actually pretty exciting. Orion's pretty exciting. JWMI. <laughs> so I was uh, a Marine officer. I commissioned right out of college, went to uh, officer candidate school. Um, commissioned in 2008, went to the general training pipeline and uh, became what is known as a ground intelligence officer for in the Marine Corps community. It's a uh, 203. And I uh, spent majority of my time down in six Marines in uh, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, and then ended up deploying in support of Operation Enduring Freedom in 2011 and 12. Very cool. Well, thank you for your service. Oh, well, no, appreciate it. <laughs> so how did you hear about Orion, and what was the process that you went through um, when you joined the team? So uh, like many you know, veterans transitioning out, spent a lot of my time on uh, usajobs.gov, floating my resume around, praying for someone to send me an email back. but. Uh, didn't work out as well as planned, so I actually had a buddy who had gone through Orion to, to find a, a new career, and he suggested that I reach out and talk to Chris Hurst, who's the uh, officer recruiter for the East Coast, and um, I gave Chris a call and went through the actual hiring conference and ended up interviewing for an account executive position in Orion and pursued it until they uh, gave up and let me have a job. <laughs> Sounds good. So you're an AE currently in our Virginia Beach office. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, how long you've been here, and then kind of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. Sure. So I've been here just over a year now. Um, a year was this past December. As an account executive for Orion, my job is to identify and liaise with companies that are specifically looking to hire military veterans um, with specific skill sets. A lot of companies like hiring veterans for their leadership, um, their technical training, their operations planning, and then a lot of the soft skill nuances that come through. Uh, and then I work with the individuals that are applying for specific positions, and I help them get jobs, and I help companies attain you know, strong military talent. Great, great. So how long have you been a student at JWMI? Has that been a recent thing, or have you been there for a little while? Yeah, so I actually just relatively started on my first quarter. Uh, the program runs just like most corporations in quarters. So each quarter lasts about nine to ten weeks, depending on the course. So I'm actually just in the last two weeks of my first quarter. Great. Well, that's exciting. So what was it about Jack Welsh Management Institute that initially grabbed your attention? 
Um, well, I think anyone would tell you, obviously, Jack Welch, right? And mm-hmm. what what was interesting about it is, so a lot of a lot of very successful people attach their names to um, different products to try to in order to give it some sort of street credibility. Uh, Jack is actually designed the program um, and is very active and engaged. And he runs the program pretty much like he runs any other business. Um, so it is there's there's a having been through you know going through college, going through military training. As far as a training course to it, there's a lot. It's been a streamlined process. There are a lot of little things that you encounter in the different administrations um, throughout college or any sort of university that are in a lot of red tape. It's probably been the most streamlined. Uh, process as far as admissions, um, financial support, registration, and even you know, course and work submission. So a lot of it too was I have a couple friends going through uh, getting their MBAs at you know, full resident universities and the recurring theme is that a lot of them say everything they learn is very Jack Welch heavy. It's mm-hmm. the same terminology, the same leadership principles, the case studies that they go over are all like, hey, you know, Jack Welch did this, Jack Welch did that. So I figured if, if friends of mine that are studying this at full resident MBA programs in the top 10 MBAs in the country, if they're studying Jack Welch, why not just go be a part of a program that he created? Yeah, exactly. And I think that that is a key and it's something that you've touched on and just what we've heard with some of our other military candidates that have also gone through the MBA program or are going through it right now is just that one-on-one kind of, you know, you kind of get to feel like he's very involved in every aspect of the program, which is great because we know how celebrated and admired he is and the fact that he's a former CEO and best-selling author. So it's really cool to kind of see that real-life success and feel like you're a part of it. Oh, yeah. And I think that what you just said actually spreads throughout the entire program. And what I mean by that is that your professors are not just academics. A lot of the professors, for instance, um, my instructor for marketing coming up has lived and breathed global marketing uh, for the past 10, 15 years and then transitioned into teaching or consulting about it. So you have this great mix of individuals that are professional educators, but mm-hmm. arguably more importantly, they're professionals in that industry as well. So it's not just theory. It's Here's, here's the baseline of knowledge, and here's how it works in the real world. And I think that's the main differentiator um, between this program and potentially other programs. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really good point. So is earning an MBA something that you've always known that you wanted to do? Or could you explain maybe a little bit what your motivation for pursuing a graduate degree and then also why you felt that now was the right time? Yeah, so... I don't think I grew up thinking that I was going to go from college to getting an MBA. Um, a lot of it was I, I have my GI Bill from the military, and I've been wanting to use it. Um, but I think a lot of veterans run into this aspect of I only have the choice of going to school or working full time. So mm-hmm. this allowed me to do both. Um, and it also, I mean, to answer the question, 
why an MBA. Um, it is just, it helps me do my job and it sets me up, I think, for the future. So this isn't just, I'm not just chasing letters to attach to my name so I can put on my LinkedIn profile, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. The mantra at JWMI is learn today, apply tomorrow. Um, and while that sounds, you know, a little extreme exaggerated, it really isn't. I have gone over lectures and courses and gone assignments that I submitted on Wednesday um, got feedback on Thursday and then applied it on Friday at work. Mm-hmm. That's great. So I think it's I think it's very practical and applicable. Um, mm -hmm. But meanwhile, you know, I can work, continue getting better at work. Uh, so I'm not losing any any time and space by spending two years at a university. Yes, that makes sense. So one thing I do want to kind of go back to is you mentioned the GI Bill, which I think is key here, because I know a lot of our officer candidates often think that the GI Bill isn't for grad school. So was that confusing to you at first, or did the Jack Welsh Management Institute kind of walk you through that and make it a little bit more understandable? So I think the one point you mentioned as far as is the GI Bill confusing, yes. Yes it, yes, it is. I think the military and the, the government does a great service with veterans by providing the GI Bill as a resource. But what we don't do is a great, we don't do a great job at providing here are the steps on how to use it. Um, as far as JWMI and most graduate degrees, yes. I, uh, all my buddies that are going through their graduate programs right now are actually using their GI Bill to finance it. And as far as the experience with the GI Bill and JWMI, I legitimately all I did was apply online, which took about 10 minutes. And then I just submitted it, my uh, DD2 copy by DD214 to um, the institute. And they have a military liaison that takes care of everything. So that is all I did. I haven't had to chase down anyone at the VA. I haven't had to chase anyone down at finance. They were just like, okay, all we need to know have is proof of your um, service and what you qualify for, and we'll take care of the rest. Yeah, that's great, and it just goes to show how much they value these skill sets and um, you know soft skills and everything that military candidates are bringing to the table. Because if they have someone that's dedicated to make it that much easier for you, you can tell it's a priority for them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So moving on a little bit and just kind of going back to how engaged Jack Welsh is in every aspect of the MBA program, I know that you recently got a chance to speak with him during a live webinar. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so that was that was pretty surreal. Um, it, so Jack will actually join in once or twice a quarter and basically host a live Q&A with the students. Um, you can submit questions ahead if you have a question you want to talk to them about. And I was lucky enough to, I've done two uh, webinars. The first one I just observed. And the second one I was brave enough to actually submit a question. <laughs> and online with about 350 individuals, I got to have a conversation one-on-one -on -one with Jack. That's awesome. So what was your question for him? So um, I actually had two questions for him. You know, one of them was about, I, I'm really curious about development of automation uh, and how that affects industries as we kind of grow. We're now seeing automated coffee stores and automated um, trucks 
and automated mm -hmm. fast food chains. So we, and he had some really insight about which involves it's going to increase the development and need for greater talent, which actually was a good transition to my second question, was that um, it's pretty well known that Jack Welch was a huge fan of hiring military veterans. When he was at GE, um, GE was pretty much the leader in veteran hires for years, and they continued to do so. And they're actually, to this day, one of Orion's biggest partnerships. Mm -hmm. So I, my question for him was more along of, okay, you know, why? What, what is your, what, what value do veterans bring in to the corporate workforce, um, specifically if they don't have the industry experience? You know, how does somebody go into a GE plant as a supervisor not having worked up from the ground or having served in that industry? And his answer was pretty straightforward, and I think it, it comes into the things that a lot of veterans take for granted. It's just how we're groomed, um, or at least how I was groomed in the Marine Corps, as far as he said that you know they tended to take the, the harder assignments, um, and they thought nothing of it. If we had, they were very mm -hmm. flexible. Um, they were willing to do what they what needed to be done in order to get you know the mission done or reach their goals. Um, and that is something that, when you hear it, it kind of sounds like, well, duh, right? I mean, most people should be flexible. But I think mm -hmm. the veterans listening to this will understand it's kind of just like, hey, the boss gave you a directive. Um, I'll figure out a way to do it. I think that flexibility and adaptability is very, very much valued uh, in a lot of corporations. Yeah, I agree for sure. So. I mean, just on that note, with the flexibility and willingness to do what needs to be done to succeed as a leader, what else do you admire the most about Jack Welsh? Do you see those attributes in him? Oh, absolutely. And um, anyone who's read his book, there's there's a couple of main principles that come out, right? And I think there's there's a couple of them that specifically resonate with the veteran community. And the first one, I think, is mission and values. He's big on, hey, from, the, from day one, your company, your organization, your team's mission and values should be clear, it should be cut, um, and there should be no question as to what we are trying to do as an organization. And I think the military, whatever branch you're in, everyone has their, their mission and values um, constantly thrown at them, so it's an easy transition to having a leader mm -hmm. like that. And the second one is that he talks about a lot about candor, right? And I think even today, it's, it's more important. And he's like, you've got to be straight with people. Um, there's there's tiptoeing around things, speaking around topics. So he's always he's only going to create confusion and slow down any sort of progress. Uh, mm -hmm. So even if he's always been cordial, obviously, and professional, and he's funny, but when he answers questions, even if somebody is shaping a question in a way that they kind of you can tell what kind of answer they want. It's very straightforward and like, hey, this is how I feel. Um, yeah, I that's always military, good. Very straight to the point. Yeah. And I think in the military or anywhere else, that's that's a lot of people want that. You know, mm -hmm. everyone wants a boss that's going to tell you exactly how it is and what you need to do to get better and what you're not doing so well. I agree. I think everyone values transparency. So what are a few things that you hope to learn from Jack Welsh's success through the MBA program? Oh, gosh. I mean, everything. <laughs> so um, I, I think it's, it's more about understanding 
what moves the big blue arrow, so to speak, right? And he's very mm -hmm. big on work, taking care of the people on the floor. He's very good about the leadership is always about your people. Taking care of your people, um, and then they will in turn take care of you and you know, help move everything along. So it, it is exploring the way he views leading a corporate organization um, from human capital being the most important resource. And then, I mean, he talks about stuff, you know, what do you do and engage in a crisis? He talk, he's, he's talked about when PR crises happened at, at um, GE, what did he do? You know, he stops it out quick. So there's just, there's all these little life lessons that apply to, honestly, both inside the corporate world and life in general. So, I mean, I could talk for hours on what do I want to learn, So, but there's, there's been a lot of great nuggets of information and experience from him. Um, just basically learning about how to make an effective organization. Yeah, and I think you made a good point that a lot of it kind of transcends business and it goes into just life in general because um, it seems like from what you said then that he is kind of a very humble leader. So while he has been very successful, he realizes that it takes the whole entire organization to make the company work. So I think that's great. That's something, a quality that everybody would hope for in a leader. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah, it's so going back... Talk to him, Jack and, go ahead. Yeah, oh, no, I was going to say, so going back to you, because, you know, we, um, talk, we've talked quite a bit about Jack Walsh and the MBA program, why it's so great, but I know it's difficult to balance an MBA and a career. So what's been your most challenging experience so far? Um, I think it is just rearranging the schedule. And it's depending on how, they're, they're pretty flexible on how much work you want to take on. Uh, there's a couple of different tracks to go on. Um, so right now I'm taking two courses uh, per quarter, which is also done by design because for the GI Bill, you actually get BAH if you take at least two online remote courses. So for a lot of people, that's huge. Um, that's not specifically the reason why I'm taking it. It also helps me get through the program quicker. So, but as far as challenges, it's just a matter, it's just time management. It's just mm -hmm. balancing work, um, life, and then now school. But the cool thing is, like I said before, uh, the schoolwork that I go home and do over the weekend or any sort of weeknight is stuff that is actually applicable. There's a lot of light bulbs that go off and go, oh man, I really wish we would have studied this three weeks ago when I actually had this type of a presentation come up. Yeah, and so you mentioned the different tracks that they have in the um, MBA program. So which track are you on and what other tracks do they offer? So off the top of my head, there's a one and a half year track, which is the one I'm on, which sets you up for two courses a quarter. There is okay. a two-year track, and then there's a three-year track. And I think the three-year track, more or less, is just a one course a quarter um, going forward until you finish. And the great thing is that's adjustable at any time. So mm -hmm. I signed up initially for the more rigorous track, and they said if any time, work or life, you know, you need to take a scale back a little bit, we can adjust that on the fly. That's great. So it sounds like with all the flexibility, there's no reason to not do it. No, I would, I would definitely, I've been recommending it to anyone that I talk to. Um, and I was honestly, uh, I was very, I was very resistant to the idea of an online MBA at first. 
Um, mm -hmm. So I did hours and hours of research. Um, I talked to their recruiters. I talked to some of their professors before I got engaged. And it, it was just a compilation of the fact that it's, it's a program that he created and runs and is engaged in. And it's the same thing that my friends are studying in their two-year, two-and-a-half-year program, resident program at University of Michigan anyway. So, mm -hmm. um, and plus, I get to work in making in make an earning, make a living, and then get better at it at the same time. So, I mean, yeah, I and apply those lessons together. learned. Yeah. Very cool. So, we talked about the challenges. What so far has been the most rewarding experience? Um, getting to sit down and talk to Jack one on one was pretty cool. Uh, but mm -hmm. as far as the most rewarding experience, honestly, is just. It, it is it is changing the way I perceive and view my day-to-day -day job and just the way I do business. I, I mean, I, I read the Wall Street Journal and The Economist every single day now, and before I thought it was going to be, oh, I have to read this for school. I, now I mm -hmm. find myself reading it and interpreting it, the news in a different way, um, and it's just been, you know, it's it really opened my eyes to perceiving business in a different way than it had before, and this is only eight weeks in. Yeah, and I think that kind of goes back to what you said before about, um, you know, just the way that it kind of overlaps so much with business and life, so it makes you enjoy those things that maybe you didn't enjoy in the past. Yeah, and, and it's interesting, too, that my classmates are a huge spread of, um, it, I, I mean, from me being on the account side, an account manager in the more or less consulting sales industry, to individuals that have been CEOs of their company for over a decade, to individuals that are administrative assistants, you know, with right out of college who are looking to rise up in their own corporation. So it's it, it's really interesting being involved in this program with all these other people who have a lot more to benefit and learn from too. Mm -hmm, exactly, yeah. So is there a professor or course that's been most helpful to you so far? Um, they've both been, uh, the two courses I'm taking right now is that the first course you take is a Leadership in the 21st Century. Uh, that's where I'm currently taking that with Dr. Mario Barrett. He's great. He's a prior uh, Air Force um, officer. And then uh, Business Communication has been great as well. I would say that that's been probably one of the most daily applicable ones because we go over things like, I mean, you're, you're refining emails that you sent out that weren't effective and kind of analyzing why they weren't effective. Um, things like I was completely ignorant to LinkedIn prior to this course uh, and I've spent a lot of time refining my LinkedIn profile um, mm -hmm. and learning more about the inner workings of LinkedIn. So I think, I think I think they've both been great courses, but I would definitely say the communication course has been, I've been applying what we've been studying every single week to week. Yeah, and I mean, this has been a lot of great information, Nick, so thanks for sharing it all with us. I think it'll be really helpful for anyone that's, any of our other military candidates that are interested in pursuing an MBA, but do you have any advice for fellow veterans that are thinking about doing that? Yeah, I think it's a matter of, um, what you want to do after you get out. Some people really like the experience of college. Some people, you know, like me, is I wanted to get right to work, so I just decided to go for, you know, after a career. And this gave me the, the opportunity to do both. So um, I, I definitely think that is, it is not 
unmanageable as far as workload if you're going to do it. If you're wary about how online education works, if you've never done it before, I think a lot, a lot of schools are now leaning towards that. So you're going to just see it more in the future anyway. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a great program. Mm -hmm. So if you're really considering it, it's definitely towards top of my list, and they've they're just growing and growing in, since their um, inception. Yeah, and that's great. And I, I completely agree with what you said with the online MBA, with the flexibility that it provides, um, just the ability to work around your schedule. I mean, it's the future is online. So I think as far as MBA programs go, this one is a great one, obviously. I agree. Any parting words of advice for our listeners? Uh, get out there and do research. Um, you know, you can reach me, um, contact me, contact anyone at Orion. I'm happy to talk to anybody about this program or, you know, anything that we do in general. But it's, it's definitely, this is an opportunity to uh, engage, especially on the forefront of it. Um, it's been around for less than a decade, but it, it has grown year to year. So I, I would highly recommend this program and definitely use your GI Bill before it goes away. It's uh, yeah, probably the definitely, biggest definitely. <laughs> only regret you could probably see in my life that I think would think about would be not using um, the GI Bill that was afforded to me. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. So I think you know if you are interested in learning more about the Jack Welsh Management Institute MBA, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, www.orioninternational.com forward slash JWMI dash MBA or send us an email at podcast at orioninternational.com and we'll send you more information. Thanks for the time today, Nick. We've enjoyed it. Now, this has been awesome. Thank you.